Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, Akil here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to walk you through step by step how to get started finding a trading strategy. Speaking of getting started, if you're interested in learning how to trade, the best place to get started is our website, which is www.tier1trading.com. We work with traders of all levels, whether you're brand new or whether you're a seasoned vet just looking for some community support or trying to clear that obstacle that is standing in your way of success. So head over to our website, www.tier1trading.com. Check out the platform and enjoy today's podcast. Dale says, how do you find strategies? With my brain, um, years and years of just years and years of just um, time in the market and watching tendencies and jotting down ideas and seeing stuff and wondering if it's random or not random and then going through the process of trying to build it out. Yep. So I don't I don't go on the internet and. You know, well, at this point, I, I, when I when I was younger, I would just go on the internet and just you know, YouTube search like trading strategies and stuff like that. that. That's not a bad. It's not a bad way to start at all. I think it's a bad way if you want to, if you go on the internet and just Google search trading strategies and you just pick up and try to trade it right away. That's a bad way. That's not a bad way to get ideas. So if you have an idea where it's like, hey man, I wanna, I wanna try a trend trading strategy, or I want a stochastic strategy, or I want a Bollinger Band strategy, or this or that. You know, use the search engines where it's like, hey, um, Bollinger Band strategies, and you'll get a couple of videos or a couple articles, whatever like that. You can read through them, and then you can take the parts that fit with what you're looking to do, put them on a chart, play around with them in the playground, and then start adding and or subtracting to them. So, what you need is a what you need is a starting point. The starting point is the idea of what what do you want to accomplish. Do you want something active? Do you want something, you know, where you only have to look at a chart once a day? Do you want something that is mainly indicator based and price actions maybe secondary? Do you want something that is price action based and indicators are secondary? Do you want something trendy? Do you want something consolidative? Do you want something that's kind of a, a long term buy and hold? Do you want something that is kind of a short in and out? Do you want something that has high frequency, a lot of opportunities? Do you want something that has low frequency, a few opportunities, right? These are all things that you you should should be figuring out about yourself as you go through the coursework and, and, and your first time around at least, and you go through your trading journey. Then it's all about developing that strategy. Again, if you have these non-negotiables of what you want to achieve, then it's all about developing that strategy around what you want. So, you know, one of the reasons that it's taken me so long to develop this strategy because I have a very specific need for it, right? Um, I am fine on, I don't day trade anymore, but I was fine day trading. I am fine swing trading. I don't, I don't need to change anything swing trading aside from maybe small adjustments to my current strategy, but I don't need another swing trading strategy. I, I, I trade enough. I, I trade advanced patterns. I trade simple patterns. I trade trend. I trade counter trend, uh, classic charting patterns, right? I don't need to do any more from that. 
from a business perspective, what I want to add to my business, especially after navigating out of day trading, is I want something uh, not necessarily more long term. I'm not looking for any type of buy and hold type of stuff. I'll, I'll leave that to my investments. Um, but I'm looking for something less active. I'm looking for something kind of like the daily chore where I can literally come into my chart at the end of the day and be like, all right, what do we have here? Enter this, that, that, boom, and then come back the next day and do it. So I'm, because I'm looking for something that's very specific, it's a little bit harder to find where, um, you know, some of the strategies that I had on the, the strategy development labs here on the platform, right? Some of those actually worked really, really good, but it required me going from like the daily to a lower time frame. And again, that's just not part of what I want. So which you, you got to understand what you want. And, and it's okay if you don't want anything yet. Like some people, you're just like, man, I just want something that works, that makes money. That's fine as well. Um, but you start with an idea and like just like a seed, like a plant, right? You start with an idea and then you continue to grow that idea. Um, and it's, it's a pretty cool process. And, and the cool part about where I'm at right now with strategy development is that I've done so much backtesting. I've done so much strategy development, stuff that works, stuff that didn't work, that I kind of know my go-to. So imagine like, imagine the chart as being like my toolkit, right? If I'm brand new to doing any type of work, right? I don't know what tools are used for what. So I'm Googling stuff. I'm like, okay, well, how do I use this, this socket wrench? Like what tool is needed to do this? What tool is needed to do that? But as you get more experience doing the work, you kind of know where to go to. So when you run into kind of like an obstacle in a trading plan, we're like, okay, man, or in a strategy, we're like, okay, ah, that seemed to be a good entry point, but the exit is, is not what I want it to be. You can pull back on the, those memories, the, the work you've done in the past and be like, oh, okay, well, I remember that technique that I used for that strategy. Didn't really work with that, but it, it, it might work with this. And you try that and then you're, okay, well, hmm, stop loss is too big. Well, I remember this other technique I used for stops once that worked pretty good with this other strategy then you plug that in so i i have this massive kind of in the humblest way possible this is just due to experience in the market i have this massive log of of knowledge of things that <laughs> things that worked and things that didn't work like ideas that i've tried before and this is just from again consistent playing around in the market for over the last 16 years right so in strategy development i'm good at recognizing where the flaws are and then once I can recognize where the flaws are, right, now I can easily kind of go back and just kind of grab what I think will work, test it. And if it doesn't work, I move on to the next thing. If it doesn't work, I move on to the next thing. But I don't have to kind of go through my list of a, a million things. I can kind of filter them out and be like, okay, I know the problem is my, my exit, my specifically my, my take profit. All right, so boom, let's do that. Or I know specifically my problem is I need to reduce my average risk or I need the trail or I need to do this. So it kind of cuts down on the um, it kind of cuts down on the process of trying everything. And I only have to try kind of specific things. But yeah, if you're new to strategy development, YouTube search something. YouTube search trend trading strategy using moving averages and then watch some videos. Again, the, the worst thing you can do is, is just start, you know, unloading your live account and trading it right away, but watch some videos, see what they're doing, develop kind of a, a, a baseline set of rules, right? That's the only thing you need is a baseline set of rules, something that uh, enough to where if you're scrolling through a chart, historical data, you know what you're looking for. That's it. So it could even be like, okay, well, 
if 34 moving average crosses 55 moving average, then look for buys. All right, boom, that, that's, a, that's a baseline set. That's something that's enough to get you started. And then once you have observation in the market, now you start seeing, okay, wow, this, this loses a lot. So what else? Okay, maybe I need this to happen with it. If 34 moving average crosses 55 moving average to the upside, then I look for buys. But I only look for buys after price action pulls back into the 34 EMA. And then it's like, okay, well, price has to test but not close below the 34. And then you start adding stuff and adding stuff and adding stuff. And you start developing your, your strategy that way. But you need that you need that starting point. You want to have that idea first. And that just that comes with understanding what do you want to achieve out of your trading. And again, that goes back to the conversation we had the other day about understanding your philosophy on the market, understanding what comes naturally to you, understanding your lifestyle as well. Again, if, if you work a full time job and you don't have hours that you can commit to being on the chart, you probably don't want to be a day. You probably don't want to re be researching day trading strategies because you're not going to be able to spend two, three hours a day on the chart day trading. So you may say, hey, I, I, it has to be something on the four hour because I can only check my charts, you know, blankety blank times a day. So you got to understand that before ever developing a strategy, because again, the strategy should work around you. It should be a, a custom tailored suit where you're not just buying it off the rack in a store. You're, you're getting it tailored. You're getting the measurements and it's, it's fitting you specifically based on your needs for the occasion. I've got a few questions coming in. Um, Jason says, what are some things you wish you knew about backtesting when you first started? Oh, easy one. Um, look at it as a journey of discovery versus just trying to get the answer. One of the biggest mistakes I made. In, so it's a gift and a curse, right? So the first thing I really back tested was um, pattern trading. Um, at least the first thing I really back tested the, the way I was supposed to was, was pattern trading. And. I back one of the reasons I got so good at identifying advanced pattern formations because I had to do that back testing probably about between four and six times because when I first back tested I only back tested it with the initial rules I was the only point of me back testing was to my mentor told me I had to so I can get the numbers that say that was profitable but I didn't I didn't have any questions I didn't say hey what if I tried a different stop loss or what if I tried a different entry technique or what if I tried different target levels so I would back test I would get like three quarters of the way through, and I would start observing things in the market, and I'd be like, huh, I should try this. And then I'd restart, I'd tear everything up and restart, and then I'd go back through again. And I'd be like, huh, I should, whoa, what about this? And I'd restart. So if I would have, again, now, it gave me massive amounts of repetitions in the market, which helped my RAS, particular activating system, that's why I can see these things so well. But from a time perspective, it was a massive waste of time. Um, so, Instead of kind of just, you, you want to be patient with your backtesting, in my opinion. You want to really spend some time doing that pre-backtesting phase, just looking through the chart, making observations, taking notes. You want to think about everything or, or at least the majority of the things that you want to test before you start your testing. So even if you're not, tr you can track it, which makes it easier that you can go back and revisit it, or you can at least have it in the back of your mind to take notes. Um, so I would say one of the biggest lessons is doing that pre-backtesting phase where you're just kind of allowing yourself to be creative before actually going through and just looking for the numbers and, and looking for the answers. Um, Daniel says, okay, I see at the moment I'm looking for stuff that is more algorithmic without human bias. Yeah, so so um, mechanical based. Yeah, so I, I would say start with indicators. 
start with indicators. Do you have a, a favorite indicator, Daniel, or a, a type of indicator that you prefer, an, an on chart, a below chart, um, a specific on chart, a specific below chart? Volatility bands, moving averages, um, momentum based. Do you have any ideas for what you want to, what indicators you fancy right now? And, I, and I'll, I'm going to, a little bit behind on the question, so I'll, I'll get to that later. Um, George says, George, lend some thoughts. So what are some things you wish you knew about backtesting before you first started? He says, boom, that it is required more than just logging trade. So it's not just looking for the answers, like I said. Um, not to give up based on a few trades or a few pairs, I would add. Yep, always wait for the bigger picture. I would always say complete backtesting unless things get really bad. But always complete it because you never know how things are going to change. Um, and George says, don't expect to have a winning system off the bat. Yeah. Yep. Good one. Uh, number four, he says, it takes as long as it takes. That's a good one. There's no such thing as you need to finish in one week. That is true. It, it, how long does backtesting take? It takes what, however long it takes, right? How long does it take to get this out to, to you know, make this addition to my house? It, as long as it takes to get it done the right way, right? Don't do it in a week if it's going to be a crap job, right? Take as long as it takes to do it, to do it the right way. Um, five, he says, take breaks because after a while, you will log rubbish and you'll have to go over your trades again. Yeah, it's important to take breaks. You know, use a Pomodoro technique or something like that where you go for 30 or, or go for 25 and take a five minute break because um, you'll start losing focusness. You'll get the blurry vision that we spoke about before and you'll start making mistakes. And the last thing you want is mistakes in, in your historical data because then you'll have to go back and fix them. So make sure to take time um, for your mental and physical well-being. Um, George says, uh, or sorry, Daniel says, uh, not yet, no rules based. Yeah, so, but that's a good starting point, uh, Daniel. So you know you want to be mechanical, mechanical base. Um, so you know you want to be more of a, a systems trader. So that already rules out, okay, advanced pattern formations, unless you're going to do something with Enigma. But advanced pattern formations, you know, you're out of classic pattern formations, something like that. Um, you're you're not really doing price action, right? So. Your trading plan or strategy is going to be centered around an indicator. Now, if you had a specific indicator in mind, you would start with a simple YouTube search saying, hey, stochastic strategies, right? But since you don't, right, you have time right now, I would just Google search indicator-based strategies, indicator-based trading strategies, and see what comes up. In fact, I'm going to do it right now and see what comes up. And then just dig into some things and, and, and again, use that as an experience to see if you come up with ideas. Indicator-based strategies, right? Ah, one of my videos came up, creating indicator-based trading strategies. How about that? I promise that wasn't planned. First one that came up. <laughs> I'm not joking. Look, here we go. Look, I'm so, here we go. <laughs> it knows me. It knows me. It knows what I like. It knows I only watch my videos. But yeah, you know, You'll and, and scroll through, right? You got you got to go through a lot of the fluff, right? A lot of most of what you find is probably going to be BS, right? Um, you know, you'll get stuff the single best day trading strategy. Um, but here you go, right here from SMB Capital, a very effective option strategy using the RSI. So go through it and, and kind of take some time to just watch and sample some videos and and see if anything sticks out into something that you want to use. And then here's the thing that that I would say especially with indicator-based strategies, because the, the problem is this. One, most traders 
don't actually know what the indicator does. Most traders that trade indicators don't actually know what their indicator is telling them. They just they saw a video or they read it in a book and they plugged it in. Two, the default settings for your indicator are, I can almost guarantee, they're not going to be the settings that provide you the best opportunities. So once you decide on an indicator, like a kind of a, a base in the indicator, whatever's going to be the, the core of your trading strategy, take time to learn about it, right? Take time to learn about it. If you're going to use a MACD, for example, do some research on the MACD. What is the MACD? What does it tell me? How is it calculated? What in price does it respond to, right? Once you understand what the indicator tells you, it's going to help with your philosophy. Because again, for example, we'll use the RSI because I'm very familiar with this, with this indicator, right? So the RSI, kind of the, if you, if you took 100 new traders, if I, if I did a poll right now on the internet, um, kind of kind of random in a, in a random new trader trading form. And I said, what is the RSI used for? They're going to tell me oversold and overbought because that is the general idea. But the RSI isn't an oversold or overbought indicator. It's not a reversal indicator, right? A lot of people say, okay, you, well, you, you buy it when it's oversold, you sell it when it's overbought. It's a reversal indicator, right? I used to think it stood for the reversal strategy indicator. Um, the fact is it's a momentum indicator. It's not, right? It's not a reversal one. It shows the strength. It shows how much momentum in, is in the market. Now, you can draw certain conclusions that, you know, once something goes up, it eventually has to reach an apex and go down. That's just how the, the calculations work, right? The, the closer the RSI gets to 100, the more it takes to push it less, right? So eventually it has to come down and, and take a breath. But you can use the RSI for other things you can use it for breakouts you can you know do the zones technique that we did in the rsi and, and use it for identifying trend you can use it for exits so knowing and being more familiar with this indicator allows you to use it in perhaps the non-traditional way ways it also allows you to make the adjustments so if you if you come in and you're using a kind of a the default rsi and you're wondering man i'm not getting the signal that i want right and let's say you want more of a recency bias, you know exactly how to make the necessary adjustments to your RSI to give you what you want, whether it's adjusting the overbought and oversold from 70 and 30 to 80 and 20 or 90 and 10, whether it's taking the default 14 period and making it a five period because you want more recency bias and you want kind of the, 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 a quicker signal, right? Once you understand how the indicator works, it allows you to make the necessary adjustments based off what you want to see in your trading. So the first thing I would do is, again, do your search, figure out if there's an indicator that you like. If there, you know, I mean, guess first you got to try to figure out what type of trader you want to be. Do you want to be trend continuation? Do you want to be counter trend? You know, then you can find what indicator or indicators fit your fancy. Then you got You want to learn about the indicator. And then once you have an idea of what indicator you want to use and what you want to what you want to use it for, that's when you bring it to us in the strategy lab and we'll help you develop it because we've got a wealth of knowledge. I just drew to you all the circles I have from, of useless trading knowledge since, you know, 2007 or whatnot. We can give you ideas and hints and tips on maybe what to look for, maybe what's a waste of time or maybe what you want to spend a lot of time on, stuff like that. And then we can go on and helping you develop the rest of your your strategy. Um, but that yeah, But the first process is just absorb information, go out there, watch a few things, kind of get an idea of, of where where your starting place may want to be. And again, it's a, as someone who's looking for kind of a, a more mechanical type of system, um, 
it, it's, it's finding that, that key in you. Hope you guys enjoyed. And remember, if you want to surround yourself with like-minded individuals as well as get some coaching and mentorship, check out our program over at www.tier1trading.com. I recommend the 14-day risk-free trial membership. That way you can get on the platform, connect with our community, join some live sessions, talk to the coaches, and really see if this is the right fit for you before making any type of commitment. Once again, www.tier1trading.com.